media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Well, the second half of the media show, so we had to do some juggling around because of that delayed start. My apologies for that. By the way, you know the story. You can call in relevant to the subject anytime. 0891-104-207. Jack from Alberton saying, I watched uh, a program yesterday on Al Jazeera on the worst kind of racism in Tunisia. May, May you focus, may the focus on racism in Africa in the future also, please. Okay? But that's in terms of, okay, there's the issues and there's, of course, the media coverage of that which you just alluded to and the power, therefore, of the media, how media coverage highlights an issue and that, that's why you, in fact, are talking about it now. The hashtag media show. I've also just tweeted um, our guest that we spoke to a few minutes ago. That's uh, Asha Mwilu. Uh, and she sent a link called Terror Crossing. So check it out from her tweet to me via hashtag media show. And I've done it again so you can see why between herself and Rashid Idi, they won the African Journalist of the Year Awards. So you heard on the news, uh, Joe Clover being uh, quoted. Uh, well, there's more from him about the decision of the independent media group to withdraw from the uh, from the press council. Joe Clover is uh, heading up the press council. Joe, good chatting to you. Hi. Joe, hi. Hi, can you hear me? I certainly can. Good talking to you, Joe. Good to meet you, talking to you. Okay. And, and what, twice in three, four days. One on air, <laughs> one off the air, of course, right. Uh, right, let's get the facts right here. So, those are, first of all, you the press council, who's the press council, and what's happened with regard to independent, the independent newspaper group? The press council is a body that regulates media content, editorial content of, of um, uh, print and online publications. And um, we have had we have had um, support from almost all the media in the country, but out of the blue, independent has decided that they are going to create their own structure, an ombud who works in the office, and they are going to take their complaints at that level, not from the press council. Did did they give a reason why? The reason they gave was that we have been refusing to reimpose a waiver. Now, the waiver was a declaration we used to have prior to 2012, where we would ask complainants to sign a declaration saying that once the press council has handled their complaint, they will not thereafter go to the courts or to any other tribunal. Now, that was a source you, of... You mean the complaint from the public. So, typically, maybe just let's rewind. Typically, in, in the past, the public would have complained to who in the past? To the press council. All right. And, and then, explain to this waiver, what does it mean when they, when they complain through the press council? So, the, the waiver used to be that once, before we accepted their complaint, we, they had to sign a waiver saying they are waiving their right to go to the courts or to any other tribunal uh, if the press council handles their complaints. In other words, they couldn't take a ruling by the press council saying uh, the publication was wrong, use that for litigation in the courts. Now, that waiver was was, uh, removed in 2012. Okay, why why was it removed? It was on the recommendations of a 
Freedom Press Commission, a Press Freedom Commission that was headed by Justice uh, Pius Langa, which was appointed by the print media industry uh, and uh, the South African National Editors Forum. That commission looked at the way we run our systems, what needs to improve, etc. It was a follow-up to work that the Press Council itself had done. And one of its recommendations was that, in fact, um, we should do away with the waiver because it um, it um, uh, stopped people from uh, complaining because they didn't want to waive their rights. Now, when we took that decision, Independent was in that meeting. It was represented by its chief executive uh, officer at the time, uh, Mr. Tony uh, Howard. Mm-hmm. Since then, we've been functioning normally. And then last year, Independence started raising the question, please get rid of the waiver. It's putting us at risk. But they have never been able to elaborate in what way um, the absence of the waiver is putting them at risk. Mm. Well, what do you what do you what do you think? Why 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 would they think it's putting them at risk? Um, in fact, I'm grappling to to get the real reason why independent is pulling out. Um, and I think this 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 waiver is just a fig leaf that's been used to find a way of getting out. So, are you suggesting there's there's another reason uh, beyond just the waiver? There should be. There should be. As I say, the one that they are putting forward is very flimsy. And and, and have you had communication with uh, the, the the chairperson of the independent newspapers and maybe this, I'm talking about <laughs> survey and the rest of the group? I have been trying to get a meeting with him since December last year, and I have been tossed from pillar to post until. Um, um, Thursday when I got this letter saying they are pulling out of the press council. Okay, so what then are, so you're saying that it could be the fig leaf, it could be other reasons, right? Whatever they are, what are the, and hopefully we'll chat to Iqbal, not today, we can't get hold of them today, but uh, we'll certainly do that next week, right? Uh, what are the implications if the independent newspaper group, which I think are they own many of the newspapers that we read, including the the Sunday Independent, the Star, the Cape Argus, there could be a, many more around the country, some of the uh, indigenous language newspapers as well, they own right. What are the implications if they are not part of the press council? Um, the, 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 the difficulty they are going to have is establishing the credibility of an in-house um, uh, ombudsman getting the readers to trust the decisions of that ombud. So it's going to be take a while before that system is established. So in the meantime, it's the readers who are going to suffer. The press council itself will not be able to accept any complaints against them because our system is essentially a voluntary system uh, where they make their own, um, they make their own uh, decisions um, to join or not to join. So they are free to join, but we are hoping that in the long run they will realize that they need to come back to the press council. For the rest, we still have the bulk of the print and online media on board. 
Um, in fact, the biggest publisher in the country, Media 24 Times Media Group, which um, has the Sunday Times and the Business Day, etc. Um, we have uh, online publications. We've got the Daily, um, I mean, the, the uh, Mail and Guardian. Uh, we've got the smaller publications uh, mm-hmm. from the Association of Independent Publishers. So we still have probably around 80 to 90% of the media who subscribe to our code. So, but, but, but you, you must concede that uh, the independent newspapers with the clout that it has, uh, not being within the press, uh, the press council, does weaken your organization considerably, isn't it? it? It does, and it is very saddening. But we are hoping that in the end, um, um, sober minds will prevail. What, what do you think then, what are the implications for complainants in, in terms of readers of those newspapers who now will complain to the independent newspapers, let's call it internal ombudsman for want of a better uh, d- description. What, 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 what impact does it make on them, on the have on them? Um, it, it might mean um, having to go to the courts instead of going to the press council. It's going to be much more expensive. It's going to be uh, take uh, lots of time to get matters resolved. Um, as I say, until such time that the credibility of the uh, ombud is, is uh, established. L- lastly, do you get a sense that uh, as a result of this, uh, independent newspapers have pulled up because they've lost faith in the credibility of the, of the press council? Um, they haven't said that to us. It, it, it's interesting that this year, only, we have had um, about 72 uh, complaints, in fact, 77 complaints against the, the independent publications that have gone through our system. And we have had outstanding cooperation from the editors at Independent, outstanding cooperation from their legal team, um, they didn't, as I say, they didn't say we have fall, we have the problems with the system itself. That's very really strange. And and that point that you said, uh, and, and I'll leave you with this. You said six months. Uh, in fact, well, more than six months. You said December, so nine months, ten months, maybe, that people in the communications business are unable to communicate with each other. It's it's rather strange, isn't it? <laughs> As I say, when you say you'll have an, an interview with Dr. Servey mm. next week, yeah. I wish you luck. Well, uh, well, we've chatted to him before, let's put it that way. So maybe we, and he's committed himself that he will talk to us. Okay? Okay. We had him on about a month ago. In fact, there's a quick call from Sig. Let's take this before I let you go. Sig, go ahead. Hi. Uh, hello, Ashraf. Ashraf, I wanted to say that this distinguished uh, guy, uh, Dr. Nohal, Iqbal Servey, mm. uh, the ANC's uh, press uh, ombudsman of its own, of, in his own right, uh, virtually I would call him. Uh, they've got uh, the biggest press uh, conglomerate in South Africa, which used to be the Argus Group and became the Irish uh, Independent. Yes, I, I understand that. What, what's your what's your take on on the issue? You know, I, uh, the reason, the only possible reason and most obvious reason why Iqbal and, and, and the ANC's uh, Sekunjalu left uh, the press council is because they don't want ordinary little people like you and me to just go to the press ombudsman and, and get 
they're just as done uh, by a highly credible, a super credible uh, 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 ombudsman like Joe Schlolo was, and he's got a, a newcomer there now. I believe he isn't the ombudsman himself anymore. But but uh, the press council does it for cheap for nothing. Otherwise, you've got to go to court. And like, but of course, we're so fortunate that Helen Ziller can afford to go to court when she is being insulted and 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 uh, abused by the Cape Times in, in disgrace of the whole country by by okay, the. Okay, so that's her case, but you say others won't, right? Yeah. All right, Sig, let's leave it there. Point point well taken. Uh, there are implications from this. Thanks for that uh, call, and we can study. So Iqbal Serbe will talk to us next week. He's committed himself to that. And Joe, he did speak to us about six weeks ago, so we were able to get all of him on other issues, right? Joe Tolbe, thanks so much for your time representing the press council, uh, looking at the independent media group's withdrawal from uh, from the press council, and what does that really mean? It's it's an important issue, right?